the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. 20 years of intelligent talk. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy telling Salem Radio Network the House needs to investigate the withdrawal from Afghanistan. We have three co-equal branches. Congress has oversight. What Congress needs to be doing right now First, get the Americans out with the oversight. I've had our three committees of jurisdiction send a letter to preserve all that information. We need people before us. Why were these decisions made? Rescue teams say the Biden administration's estimate that no more than 200 American citizens were left behind is far too low. They say it also overlooks hundreds of others they consider to be American permanent legal residents with green cards. Navy declaring five missing sailors dead five days after a helicopter went down in the ocean off San Diego. This is SRN News. Home of the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. This is AM 1280, The Patriot. Hey, it's Mitch Berg from the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Happy 20th anniversary, AM 1280, The Patriot. Brad Carlson here. I'm proud to be on air with the Northern Alliance Radio Network because we are the first all-grassroots political talk show in the Twin Cities. Catch the Northern Alliance Radio Network live every Saturday and Sunday from 1 to 3. AM 1280, The Patriot. Glad to have you along today. Today's sunny and a high of 74, and tomorrow sunny, high, you guessed it, of 74. Have you subscribed to the Freedom Insider yet? Each morning you receive the Daybreak Insider, your first look at the day's top stories in a concise, focused form. Subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. Just use keyword subscribe. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that today, as every weekend, is making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. My episode, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The keystone broadcast of a network of radio shows that, amongst us, define what is the best in Twin Cities media. Uh, my show, Jack Tomzak, coming up in about two hours here after three o'clock. Who uh, the newest, uh, the new kid on the block here? But he's been at it for a couple months now and uh, uh, fitting into your. By the way, his show has no nickname yet, other than the Jack Tomzak show. Maybe that's the way Jack wants it, but that's not the way we do it. So we're going to have to work out a nickname for uh, Jack's broadcast: the, the the Jack Attack, the Tomzak Attack. I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. That's that's why we make the big bucks here, folks. Jack Tomzak coming up at 3 o'clock. Uh, Brad Carlson, of course, tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM 12, A the Patriot. And, of course, kicking off the week, uh, weekend, every weekend, Saturday mornings, King Banyan, the King Banyan radio show on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together, the four of us uh, dominating Twin Cities weekend media, which really, honestly, means dominating the media here in the Twin Cities because... Who else does what we do? Nobody. Nobody does what we do. The phone number to get on the line. I'm a little feisty today. We'll talk about that in a moment here. Uh, the phone number to get on the air, 651-289-4488, uh, the number to join us here. Hope you can join us today. It's going to be a big show today. Coming up later on this hour, we're going to be talking with Jazz Shaw, uh, conservative writer extraordinaire without well, I think he's most of his portfolios with, with hotair.com, but he's popping up on National Review, The Spectator, all over the place. I mean, the guy is 
Well, he's he's taken blogging in the direction that I wanted to take blogging myself once upon a time all these uh, many years ago. I, I, I'm happy where I'm at. Jazz had best be happy where he's at. Anyway, he's uh, been covering the, the government's evolving understanding, shall we say, of extraterrestrials and UFOs. Hint, nobody's laughing them off anymore. And in a normal year, say any year of my childhood, that would have been the top story of the week. But no, uh, it's not this week. In fact, it's uh, it's barely passed under the radar this past summer. And granted, what a radar it was. We'll talk about that as well. Uh, but Jazz Shaw coming up later on this hour. Stick around for that. It should be interesting. Then, of course, next hour, you recall, I don't know, month Six weeks ago, we talked with Rob Doerr, the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, about the uh, caucus's litigation against the Minnesota State Fair. Uh, basically, the Minnesota State Fair is, as a government organization, which is what they are, is usurping the legislature's role and making law by itself. Uh, that that was the basis of the Gun Owners Caucus's litigation against the uh, Minnesota State Fair, which uh, in the initial step was going for an injunction, which was struck down in court just before the fair started or like a week ago last Wednesday. That's not the end of the case, of course. That's uh, Injunctions are hard to get. And on the other hand, the debate on the merits of the case is coming up. We'll be talking with longtime friend of this broadcast, Howard Root, who you may remember. We've had him on talking about his book, uh, Cardiac Arrest, about his own go around with uh, excessive government authority and government authority that is overempowered to make up rules as it goes along. And his, well, support, well, not support for the Minnesota State Fair, but his his criticism, shall we say, of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, its lawsuit, and some of its other positions. We'll be having a, <clears throat> let's just say, a firing line style debate on the subject here coming up in the second hour. Hope you can stick around for that. Firing line style debate, something you don't hear every day. In fact, something I, as a Buckley conservative, or at least a conservative who pays considerable homage to Buckley, don't hear every day. Uh, Firing Line, of course, uh, was Buckley's TV show back when public TV still served the entire public. It went off the air, I believe, when I was in junior high, high school, long time ago. Anyway, that's uh, that, that's coming up in the second hour here today. Lots to talk about here. One of those days, as every weekend, uh, when I... <laughs> really wish I was doing this five days a week, three hours a day. And in fact, if you are a sponsor who's looking to, say, bankroll a, a morning or afternoon drive show on this station uh, with a certain amount of money left over for your, your favorite talk show host, just say it. Call me maybe. Have your people call my people. You can join the show, by the way, 651-289-4488. You can also go to the Twitter feed or the Gab feed or the MeWe feed at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N show. And you can't do that on Facebook because on Facebook right now, all I'm doing is live streaming on the video uh, feed right now on the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Just go to Northern Alliance Radio Network. That's me. I'm waving at you right now. You can check that out. Uh, 651-289-4488, the number to call. So speaking of the Minnesota State Fair, uh, reports uh, coming in from the fair this past week said that it's no problem at all. I mean, the, the place has a different smell to it than in a normal year. Now, I, I know the smell of the Minnesota State Fair because this show broadcast from the Minnesota State Fair every fair Saturday from 2004 till probably 2018, I think. I think it was 2019 that we didn't do the fair. Uh, we the, the show, like most radio stations, is uh, is just not seeing the returns from being live at the fair all the time anymore. So we're not there, which is a downside. I loved appearing at the fair all those years. But when you talk about the smell you you, you get at the Minnesota State Fair, you, you most of you know the one I'm talking about here. I mean, if you're near the animal farms, it's the smell of, well, animal farms. <laughs> yeah, all you people from the 701 get the get, get what I'm talking about here. Probably the 218 and the, the 507 as well. Uh, the smell of an animal farm and i mean that in this literally the literal sense not the not the uh, orwell book uh it, it's unmistakable the smell of animal well recycled food it, it's unmistakable and that's the smell of a good chunk of the minnesota state fair the other part of the minnesota state fair perhaps even less mistakable the smell of 
frying grease, deep fryers everywhere, because everything that goes on a stick, almost everything that goes on a stick first, goes in a deep fryer. And so the smell of scorched oil is everywhere, everywhere at the Minnesota State Fair. That's the smell I think of. But this year, that smell has been uh, supplanted, uh, shall we say, extended, augmented is a good term for it, by a different aroma, the skunky aroma of ganja, of marijuana, of of weed, of of spliff, of, you you know, all the the, the terms for the subject here. We're, We're talking people are smoking up all over the Minnesota State Fair. Now, I'll just say this. I differ from the Minnesota Republican Party, most of the Minnesota Republican Party on this issue. And that is, I don't know that that uh, banning marijuana, criminalizing smoking marijuana gets this state anything. I think that we have an awful lot of people imprisoned for a low-level distribution that need not be. I, I think there's an objective case to be made that whatever harm marijuana does to people, it's comparable to arguably less than alcohol does. I I say very arguably, uh, because some of its proponents are just as deluded as some of its opponents. I mean, marijuana is there. There is an addiction, if not, if only an emotional addiction to smoking up. And I, by the way, I say this as someone who, how can I put this? My, the next joint I smoke will be my first. I see what you did there, Berg. You're a bong person. No, never smoked a bong, never smoked a joint, never uh, cut out, never hollowed out an apple to use as an impromptu bong, never took a toilet paper roll and, and tinfoil and used it. for. I'd never, never smoked. I've never smoked marijuana. That's that's just a simple fact. I It's just not my thing. Uh, there were times in my life when I was interested, had no money. There were times in my money uh, life where I had money and no interest. And... Then learning the effects that marijuana has on people, the fact that it makes you acutely sensitive. I mean, get real, people. I don't do sensitivity. I will smoke pot before I willingly get sensitive, which means I don't know. I'm being facetious here. Sensitivity has its place. But I've got a problem with smoke in my lungs. I just don't like having smoke in my lungs. It's just not my thing. If it's your thing, that's fine. Let a thousand lights shine. I think society... Leaving aside whatever the effects that the, the drug itself has on the human physiology, on the human brain, whatever, and there are many studies <laughs> that contradict each other on both sides, and I don't need to fight that battle here right now. But I think there's a case to be made, a very strong case, that criminalizing marijuana costs society a lot more than legalizing it would. So I don't care if people are smoking up, although I will say this two things. While I favor legalization, I hate the smell. And and speaking of someone who spent the best years of his life as a musician stuck in basements and, and back rooms and green rooms and on stages with people who were torching up all over the place, I, I know where have I speak. It's 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 a fairly foul smell. I can't stand I'll take cigars before I, I take marijuana smoke uh, before I, if, if, if I'm being asked. I much prefer uh prefer cigars I, I, cannabis smoke is down there with cigarette smoke in my in my point of view and in fact i almost dislike it more i just grew up around enough cigarette smoke it doesn't phase me here's the problem i have the police and by the way the, there are reports from sources i i give credence to that people are smoking up at the fairgrounds in public as police police officers look on no problem but if you're a law-abiding citizen with a completely legal Minnesota carry permit, you're not allowed to carry your firearm on the Minnesota State Fairgrounds premises. They're metal. They're doing metal detectors at the gates. Uh, there have been reports as to exactly what the consequences are. Apparently, there are gates with some lock boxes, which have their own problems, but they're not apparently carting off gun owners who try to go in in paddy wagons, which is probably a good start, but. Uh, the idea that it's okay to be walking around with uh, uh, <laughs> uh, tugging on a joint openly, mind you, not a cigarette. Uh, people do smoke cigarettes, but it's you're, you're more likely getting more social opprobrium 
uh, smoking a cigarette than you are smoking marijuana at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. I, myself, don't partake in either, and I don't care if people do either outside my house. But the idea that geef is okay and law-abiding citizens carrying their legally permitted firearms is not is not the sort of thing that makes me want to go and spend my hard-earned money at the Minnesota State Fair. Hence, I didn't, and I won't. And, and I, I imagine many of you are joining me in that sentiment here. Much more on that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Be right back. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's up? Over 200 digital media strategists with all the current digital tools, resources, and training bringing your business the real results you need. These are the people who are passionate about your marketing success and will work 24-7 to deliver customers to you and your business. So, Tim. Yes, level 12. I'm going to be here all night. Or the team at Salem Surround. Why trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? nationwide exposure, experience, and expertise. Let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business. It's an easy decision. To learn more about Salem Surround, call 651-289-4418. 651-289-4418. Catch up on the latest news and information affecting Minnesota's great outdoors with Outdoor News Radio. We talk hunting, fishing, and natural resources in the great state of Minnesota every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Join me, Rob Jerisline, our guest like bow hunting expert, Tony Peterson, professional anglers like Tackle Terry Tuma and Tim Lesmeister, and nature gurus like the bird chick, Sharon Staler. Join us for Outdoor News Radio. Every Sunday morning at 8 on our sister station, Freedom 1570. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. Want to enroll your child in Christian school for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com has joined with area private schools to offer half-price tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue. To do Q Rack, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack Attack, oh, Rack Shack Barbecue. Make fresh daily cater to you. Homemade sauces, secret rubs too. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, oh. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, we are celebrating 20 years on air by bringing together two of the best voices in talk radio. That's right, Dennis Prayer and Charlie Kirk will be joining us for an evening of candid conversations and a VIP dinner October 6th at the Best Western Premiere in Burnsville. Tickets also include a photo op. That's the good news. So go to am12athepatriot.com to reserve your seats to the Patriot 20th Anniversary Gala. Now, that's the good news. The bad news is we don't know if there are any seats still available. I think we're down under 10 tickets. So if you want to get in on this 20th Anniversary Gala, which has sold out in near record time, it's like there's some latent demand or something, uh, get in on the am12athepatriot.com. Click on the 20th Anniversary Gala link. It's, by the way, supported by Pro-Life Across America. So get in there. Join us. That's, uh, I'm looking for that. Brad Carlson and I will be there. Jack Tomzak will be there. By the way, the Narn Table, as usual, 
sold out in record time. I mean, we we sell out as fast as Springsteen sells out the Meadowlands. We are that good. Uh, Jack Tomzak, Brad Carlson, and I will be holding court at the uh, Narn table this time uh, about this time next month. Uh, Next, I believe that I believe August uh, October sixth is a Wednesday. Anyway, whichever night that is, we will be there. And of course, the, the the table sold out in bingo time. I mean, I think we may have. I mean, Dennis Prager's table always sells out immediately, like instantly, within minutes. I mean, that's Dennis Prager. He's a superstar. I think, I think we may have beaten Charlie Kirk to the uh, to finish line. This is awesome. So uh, join us there. This is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, if you can, I should say, join us there because, yeah, the 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 tickets are limited. And they have gone so fast. I mean, I, it's rare that we have something sell out a month ahead of time. But I think we're going to do it <laughs> anyway. Uh, the by, by the way, this past week, it was a tad galling to see the Biden administration trying to do a victory lap uh, this past week. I believe it was uh, Monday that the administration, Monday, Tuesday, uh, tried to do a victory lap on the withdrawal from Afghanistan. I mean, they pulled out, basically uh, got their last flights out almost a day ahead of time, uh, perhaps allowing for time zones. It was a little early, but the, the, the national humiliation continued last week as the commander of the, uh, of the U.S. troops on the ground did a photo op climbing up the back ramp of a C-17. Not actually the last person to leave, but that's the way it was uh, plugged out there. Someone who, by the way, I believe, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, was the commander of the 82nd Airborne, who, I have to say, acquitted himself, particularly if, if according to the stories I've heard, the reports I've heard, including uh, my discussion with Michael Yeon last week, particularly badly during the uh, final throws of the evacuation from Kabul. He, there, were, there was a reports that he, the commander of the 82nd Airborne, uh, a position that has stood out from most flag-rank officers for its sheer valor throughout the history of that unit going back to 1942, where the commanding generals have jumped in with the leading waves of paratroopers in the invasion of Sicily, in the, uh, in the Normandy attacks, and, and other battles. Uh, gen- generals that are out front doing what needs to be done. We're talking two-star generals jumping with parachutes into enemy territory. This, uh, th- this tells you something. Uh, about the history of that unit and that billet uh, full of commanding officers. So it was much to my chagrin, and I suspect the chagrin of not a few former paratroopers out there, that the commander of the 82nd Airborne on the ground in Kabul a week and a half ago was not only presiding over an incredibly botched evacuation, was also trying to prevent our allies, the British, German, and Czech troops that were on the premises, from leaving the airport to go rescue British, German, Czech, and by the by, American citizens. I believe the Australians also had troops on the ground because as as dismal as their public health policy is, the Australians are still singularly um, uh, great soldiers uh, and great allies to the United States. And it was intensely galling to see that the United States was, had, if the reports panned out, incredibly bad allies to them. The British uh, Special Forces, the Special Air Service, the 2nd Battalion of the Parachute Regiment, the Australian Special Air Service, the Special Forces troops from Germany and the Czech Republic, uh, by the way, themselves, people who understand tyranny vastly more than most Americans ever will, uh, were chomping at the bit and, in fact, did chomp at the bit and find their way off the premises uh, to of, of Kabul International Airport to go rescue their citizens. And it is more than likely some of ours as well. Over the objections and the bureaucratic befuddled interference of the commander of the 82nd Airborne Division. In a week of things that made me counterintuitively ashamed to be an American, that was was one of many contenders to be at the bottom of the barrel. It just was the bitterest pill, one of the most bitter pills I've had to swallow as an American. 
even in a week, well, two-week period of, of, of bitter, bitter pills going down by the boxcar load for all of us, I have a hunch. And yet, the occupant took a victory lap on Tuesday. And when I say victory lap, I mean gave one of the most catastrophically awful speeches I've ever seen. And that's a, a, a formidable bar indeed, not only for our for lack of a better term, senescent president, but American politicians in general. I mean, most American politicians give terrible speeches, and uh, most presidents can can at least read competently from a teleprompter. I, I saw Iowa Hawk, David Burge from Iowa Hawk, uh, heckling on Twitter, uh, heckling the speech on Twitter, saying, okay, there's a producer saying, okay, now simultaneously look triumphant, angry, and defiant all at the same time. And, and listening to the president speaking, so he's trying to pull off all three emotions at the same time and doing them all badly, gritting his teeth, saying, we will not forgive and we will not forget. Well, big whoop. If we don't forgive and we don't forget, oh, that's that's great. But there's really not a thing we can do about it. And and by the way, the Biden administration went on to show there's not a thing we can do about it because they're attacks back at the ISIS members that launched uh, that, that were that claimed credit for the suicide bombings that killed 13 American service people and hundreds of Afghans. Turned out to have most likely hit the wrong people or at least m- killed many people who were not involved at all children, families, and, and by the way, likely human shields as well. I mean, this is this is the reality of fighting against today's terrorists. Human shields serve their business. Nonetheless, the worst part of many awful parts, and, and it's even hard to say what is the worst of the worst parts, but as far as this story goes, as far as, as, far as the story of, of Joe Biden claiming credit, taking a victory lap, For this complete travesty of a national humiliation in its own way worse than the Iran hostage crisis so far. And and it could stay much worse depending on how how we go about getting our citizens back over the next few weeks. And let's just say I'm not encouraged. They bragged about getting around 120,000 people out in what they called the biggest airlift in history. Which is, I could call it a lie. I think it may just be a chanting point. I mean, it, it was it was nothing close to the Berlin, Berlin airlift 73 years ago. Now, in fairness, the Berlin airlift had to fly, I think, 100 miles from its closest bases and two or 300 miles from, from the faraway bases in the U.K. to fly supplies in. By the way, uh, f- to fly supplies into uh, the besieged albeit Cold War-style besieged uh, city of Berlin, to keep uh, the citizens of Berlin alive, warm, and producing through the winter of 1948-1949. They did the almost impossible, kept a city of, I think at that time, 4 million people alive, fed, and warm, uh, while the Soviets were cutting the city off from all supplies of any kind. That was the greatest airlift of all time, but... The logistical challenges were different. American planes, British planes, French planes even, were taking off from Germany, from the Netherlands, from farthest out, perhaps the UK, and flying less than an hour to get to Berlin. Our planes flying the the evacuation from Kabul were flying in from Turkey, from Germany, from all over the Western world, but not just over the horizon. Because, oh, yeah, those bases are gone. So all of this talk of flying over the horizon to take out revenge against uh, al-Qaeda uh, in, in Afghanistan is winded sails. I mean, uh, a, a predator drone flying in from Qatar has to spend, I think, something close to 75% of its uh, on-site endurance getting to and from its patrol zone as opposed to taking off from, I don't know, Bagram and spending 90% of its time on station looking out for, you know, the bad guys, the ones we're trying to get, the ones we are neither forgiving nor forgetting, but also have no chance, reasonably speaking, of doing anything about. But they bragged about getting 120,000, give or take, people out in the biggest airlift in history. Uh, former coast of this broadcast, Ed Morrissey notes, NBC News those noted conservative tools, pointed out that uh, only 8,500 
Afghan SIV allies got out in the evacuation. Uh, this is about the same time that uh, the evacuation was credited with getting right around 6,000 Americans out. Tens of thousands, by the way, of our SIV allies got left behind. So let's do the math. 120,000 people got on those planes. Five, say 6,000 of them were American. 8,500 were Afghan SIVs. Let's say that number doesn't count families. Let's say every single Afghan SIV ally brought three family members on average. We know some of them brought six. We know some of them were single. At the most, that gives us a total of 40,000 people that were SIV allies or Americans. What are those other 80,000 people doing on planes when we have hundreds, maybe thousands of Americans still stuck in Afghanistan? We'll talk about uh, that when we come back. But first, Jazz Shaw joins us in a moment here to talk about evolving understanding of UFOs, extraterrestrial life, and so forth. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Air Mechanical, family-owned and operated since 1985, leads the metro area in heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical, and now drain cleaning services. Whether it's maintaining your current system, repairing it when it breaks, or installing new equipment, Air Mechanical believes in doing things the right way, not the easy way. They are there 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Bryant, whatever it takes. Call or schedule online at thinkami.com. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800 500 8384 relieffactor.com well the dog days of summer are here kids getting ready to go back to school maybe going to squeeze in that last summer vacation or weekend up north but how would you feel if you had a little extra cash in your pocket each and every month what would you do with an extra two hundred dollars well right now mortgage rates are really low and you have an opportunity to save some cash by refinancing or how about even taking a cash out refinance hey it's lee michaels here for united faith mortgage and they can do just that. Because United Faith Mortgage is lucky enough to have a unique direct lender advantage, meaning their team is part of a company that uses its own money to make their own lending decisions within its own walls, so there's no middleman, and that means a better advantage for you, that you can save monthly and lifelong money. And right now, they'll pay your appraisal fees. That's up to $500 that's out-of-pocket money that you would normally have to pay up front. For more info, visit them online at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York, NMLS number 1330. Ryan Vareka, NMLS number 65233. Do you love to cook or have a favorite blue ribbon dish? Then you need to enter your favorite recipe sweepstakes to submit that delicious recipe. The winning entry will receive a year's worth of fine meats from Good Ranchers, a $1,400 value, and get a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree. Increase your chances of winning by entering once each day. So start cooking and enter now at am1280thepatriot.com slash recipes. AM1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call the doors. Hey, by the way, our very own Larry Elder is running for governor of California against, shall we say, <clears throat> somewhat left-leaning Gavin Newsom. California gubernatorial recall election is coming up just a week from this coming Tuesday. Uh, Larry Elder is taking a break, by the way, from his show, uh, as the rules stipulate, to focus on the election. So Carl Jackson's filling in uh, weekdays from 5 to 8. But... 
You can learn more at Larry Elder. I should say electelder.com, electelder.com, conventional spelling. Uh, perhaps you can help out. Uh, he needs all the help he can get. He is the front runner among the recall candidates, and the recall polling seems to be good. I think still call it a long shot, but let's keep our fingers crossed. And by the way, if if this if he does pull this off, if he does pull off the impossible, Larry Elder will be the only governor, the first, I should say, the first governor of California I will have ever closed down a bar with. So there is that going for it. No, I never, I never closed down a bar with Schwarzenegger, so this is my first shot here. Uh, just join us, would you please? Uh, anyway, help out Larry any way you can. This could be huge. At any rate, with us next, our next guest uh, joining us on the broadcast here, a guy who's living in the dream a lot of us conservative blogger ha- bloggers had when we started this almost two decades ago, uh, the guy who made the big time and, and seems to be having a lot of fun with it covering an issue that honestly i never thought would be as big as it is and in fact jazz shaw joins me here he of uh he of, of all sorts of conservative publications hot air uh town hall national review and so forth. jazz welcome to the broadcast long time no chat thank you sir it's good to hear your voice again yeah i don't get out to uh, minnesota very often so but uh ed morris he still speaks very highly of you you know and uh he moved out of there recently, but, you know, it's good to talk to you. Yeah, n- another good excuse to get to Texas. And, of course, uh, Ed was one of the co-hosts of this broadcast back when we had you on the show last time, which is going right. back a few years at any rate. You are you have been writing about, I think it's fair to say, the evolving point of view on the part of the authorities, on the part of the national government, on part, the part of our intelligence establishment of UFOs and extraterrestrials. And I... And I and I know you're of a certain age as well as I, Jazz, and and I'm thinking back to to my childhood in the in the let's just say the 1970s, early 1980s, and if had the view of UFOs evolved then in the same way that it has in these last few months here since the Biden administration uh, took office, I think it would have been a huge story, an immense story. I mean, I mean that the zeitgeist was ready for UFOs back then. Today. The whole story feels like a bit like the ultimate Friday holiday news dump, Jazz Shaw. But uh, start us off from the top here. You've been writing about this for a while. You've been in National Review back in, I think, June or July on the subject here. Uh, Start us up with the subject here. Well, yeah, this actually goes back to 2017, December, uh, when the New York Times published uh, what people in the ufology community refer to as the shot heard around the world when they revealed existence of a uh, secret uh, Pentagon UFO program where they were studying UFOs and right. it had been funded by Harry Reid and it had been going on for quite a while. Uh, and they released, uh, eventually released three different videos that military pilots had taken uh, of things that they just could not explain. They don't look like anything that should be in the air flying, you know. And so th- there was an investigation going on. Later on, it was released that the military under the Department of Navy primarily uh, had ditched that old program that was called ATIP, the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. And they had now formed uh, the UAP Task Force because we like they like to say UAP, which is Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. And they like saying that because it makes you sound a little less crazy than saying UFOs. Yes. But it means the same thing. And, yeah, that's been going on. Um, under the Trump administration, uh, there was a law passing that this UAP task force had to produce a report within 180 days uh, saying what this task force had been up to, what they'd been finding. And they released it in June. It was the first. It was a preliminary report. We're supposed to get another one on September 22nd. Uh, but the report, it, it was pretty scanty, the, the public one. There was a classified internal report that was and full briefings that were done that were totally classified with the house and senate armed services committees the intelligence committee um but nobody ever got to see that the report was a little skimpy but it it did actually say okay guys we investigated 144 things and we could only identify one of them the one other 143 we have no idea what these are and they've been studying this for years and so they basically came out and said the UFOs are real. They didn't say where they're coming from. They didn't say aliens. They didn't say anything like that. Just there's this stuff flying around, frequently around our military facilities, sometimes around our nuclear weapons facilities. Uh, and there were some interesting stories there that came out. Um, but we don't know what they are. And this weekend, 
there's a group of people that have gotten together. We have several members of Congress. We have Lou Elizondo, who ran the ATIP program, uh, other people from the intelligence community, uh, former intelligence officials, people from NASA, that are all they're on the air right now. It's going to be the next three days, uh, running for a long time on Saturday, on Sunday, on Monday. I'm going to be on at 6 o'clock this evening, Eastern time, and I'll be on again in the afternoon on Monday uh, for their veteran segment. And they're just trying to encourage people to go out there, contact their representatives, contact your senators, contact your congressmen, uh, you know, write, call, email, whatever you can do. And they have a petition going that's tracking a whole bunch of signatures that they want to submit to Congress and say, this isn't good enough. Uh, We need public hearings because so far all the hearings have been classified. The public has not gotten to see any of this. (laughs) Excuse me. And a lot of the people involved, have come forward and said the government has been overclassifying things in every situation imaginable, not just this stuff, forever. Their, their tendency is to classify everything. And a lot of this doesn't need to be classified. You know, if it was something that they think was the Russians or the Chinese or if it's our secret stuff, you know, well, yeah, then you can't talk about that. Everybody understands that. But they're, they all seem to be in agreement. It's not ours. It's not the Russians. It's not the Chinese. We don't know what it is, but we don't have anything that can do that. You know, and what we're pushing for now really is to get people to contact Congress and say, look, we need public hearings and the public has a right to see more than you've shown us because this impacts everybody. It represents a potential national security risk. It definitely represents a flight hazard. The FAA has admitted that much. They, they lost one plane at one point about 20 years ago from somebody trying to avoid one of these things and it went down, you know? Yeah. So. It's important, and uh, we're, we're hoping that we we got to get the attention of more members of Congress because there's a lot of people in Congress. If they're not sitting on those committees, when you contact them and ask them, hey, are, are you in favor of this? They're like, what are you talking about? Because they don't even get briefed on it. Their aides don't tell them. Half of them don't even know this is going on. But it's a huge deal. Yeah. So, the, and, and this has been the theory of, of ufologists ever since I was in, in junior high school reading about this, is, is that, the, that the government overclassifies all this, which brings up an interesting conundrum. I mean, nothing else that the government overclassifies is not the subject of massive leakage. And yet, I mean, have there, I mean we've had the secret hearings. Has anything leaked out about what's being discussed? I mean, what, do we know what's going on in these hearings, what's being said, what the, if there's a consensus forming behind these closed doors, Jez Shaw? Very little, and you're, you're right. It, it is curious, although it's still, like I said, it's really just since 2017. So they can keep stuff bottled up for a while when they want to, and the members of Congress and their aides have not been saying very much. We've gotten a few opinions from a few people who were in the hearings that went as far as saying, wow, that really opened my eyes, but they, they wouldn't go any further. you know. So, it, yeah, it's remarkable how good of a job they've done keeping a cap on this, but on that overclassification subject, think about it. We were promised quite a while ago that they were going to finally release the full report on uh, the government's investigation into the JFK assassination. When was that? 63? I think I was four years old. Yeah. You know? And they just locked it up again for another 20 years. You know? It's like that, <laughs> and yeah, they. And I'm sorry, who's even alive to blame right now? Why wouldn't you release that? And no, they just they lock stuff up constantly and and forever. And we're not the only government that does it, by the way. The the Brits have one of the best uh, cases ever recorded of a UAP with incredibly high clarity photographs. Right. And we've seen one of them. Uh, there were six of them of what was, for lack of a better word, a flying saucer, broad daylight in over the highlands of Scotland in the 90s with a fighter jet flying behind it a short distance away. And that was because of their laws. It was supposed to be released in January, January 1st of last year. And when the date came, they turned around and they locked it up for another 50 years. So it's going to be <laughs> uh, 40 more years before anybody sees that. It's like, what's going on, guys? You know, how, how is this classified? If it was Russian, I get it. If yeah. it was ours, I get it. But if you've got something that's coming, from, I don't know, from Alpha Centauri or something, how is that classified? Why, why wouldn't you share that, right? You know, and I, I think people deserve answers because this at the at the end of the day, man, if we get an answer to this and it's the answer that a lot of people seem to think it is, 
this could be the biggest story in human history. It could. And and I have to think any government official involved in keeping these keeping the story bottled up for decades more. I mean, if it gets out of the bottle, it's it's going to do a number on people's government's credibility, if nothing else, if, if it, the answer becomes obvious to everyone. We've, we've certainly seen that in other areas over this past two weeks, Jazz Shaw. And it's been interesting to me see, seeing, I mean, noting that our uh, director of national intelligence has been as much as averring, yeah, there's there's something out there and we can't explain it. There's, I, I, I don't have the direct quote here, but uh, I mean, our director of national intelligence is saying, yeah, there's there's something going out. There's 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 things to actually watch. We can't explain it all out there. Which uh, you're roughly the same same age as I am, Jazz. I mean, all the way through the fifties, through the the seventies, which I've always considered the golden age of the UFO. The government's line was always, it's all explainable, every last bit of it. It's, it's ball lightning, it's chaff, it's radar reflections, it's, it's top secret aircraft in the, in, in the very, at the very, very most. This, this would seem to be, uh, if not 180 degree, degree turnaround in terms of government recognition of the issue, at least a, a drastic change from what I'm used to. I suspect you're probably used to if you've been following this issue at all uh, through your life. Yeah, and the guy who really—I I already mentioned him—I think uh, who's really driven this since it first came out is Luis Elizondo, and he was the guy who ran ATIP, and he was within four years of retirement and having a full pension because you know he was a veteran and then went to work for the government. Uh, he worked in counterintelligence in some of the most classified programs that the government has ever handled. His office actually handled the trial of Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, KSM, the 9-11 mastermind. That's how deep down this guy was, you know. And But he was also at the same time running this weird UFO investigation program. And he quit. He retired. He turned in his resignation and he left to go public and go try to get people, you know, aware of this and get the government to start talking about it. And by the way, Luis is going to be on the uh, program that I was telling you about a moment ago that's going on all weekend, uh, twice he's going to be on, I think, 4 o'clock this afternoon, and he'll be on Monday afternoon. Jazz Shaw, um, can we keep you for another segment? I'm up against a break here. Can we keep you for a few more minutes? Absolutely. Excellent. We're talking with, there. Absolutely. We're talking with Jazz Shaw. If you've got questions, comments, feedback, or concerns of your own, or perhaps are phoning in from another galaxy, let's rule nothing out. Give us a call, 651 651- Two eight nine four four eight eight. I make light of it, and yet it would seem that I'd better, better, better get that out while I can. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. It was a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. One-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people AM twelve eighty, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Due to the volatility in the geopolitical landscape and impacts of COVID variants, it's virtually impossible to guess what the market will do next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Want to see the next big stock market moves in advance? Text the word MONEY to 813-813 to learn how our AI analyzes over 1 million data points per day. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 so you can learn how to predict stock market trends up to three days ahead with incredible accuracy. Whether you're trading stocks, options, forex, futures, or crypto, Vantage Point's patented artificial intelligence can give you a massive edge. Text MONEY to 813-813 to find out how to protect your capital and maximize Maximize gains. Text the word money to 813-813 and time your entries and exits to perfection. Don't wait. Text money to 813-813 now. By texting in, you consent to receive calls, voice, and text messages using automated technology regarding offers by or on behalf of Vantage Point. Step into Red Wing shoes this season for waterproof, non-insulated footwear. They feature safety toe and regular toe work boots and shoes. Let their friendly fit experts find you the right footwear for your job in the right size. For outdoor fun this season, check out their Vask hiking boots. Remember, Red Wing also carries accessories, polish, socks, inserts, and more. Visit Red Wing shoes in Circle Pines, Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. Red Wing shoes. Work is our work. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. 
So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth. It was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions, like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable. So don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could Could I I have have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. Brighten someone's day with the free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. She packed my bags last night, pre-flight. 651-289-4488, the number to call to join the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, we're talking with Jazz Shaw, who uh, has been with Hot Air forever, uh, writes for, for, I believe, Town Hall, for, for uh, the National Review uh, occasionally. He's, he's more omnipresent in media, perhaps, than Chris Pratt or Joe Rogan. I mean, the guy is everywhere. Jazz, great to have you back here. So right now, you're talking about a program going on this weekend to, well, let's go. You, you, you've mentioned the program. You've mentioned the, the, the per- people who are involved in this program. Uh, describe a little bit about the event. I mean, you hear UFO convention. You tend to think people in costumes. This seems rather more serious than this. And uh, Describe the, the event that you're, you're a part of today. Yeah, it, it's not a UFO convention. There's right. no in-person thing. It's, it's entirely online. William Shatner will not is. be appearing. No, there will be no William Shatner. These are people from the government. Uh, these are scientists, uh, Harvard astrophysicists, things like that. Um, anybody that wants to check it out, and I certainly encourage it, uh, go to the homepage. It's just thebigphonehome.com, um, and this is the second one. They, they did one before the original report was released, but this one, as I said, is to push for further transparency in public hearings and, and things like that. And on that site, uh, there are templates people can use. Uh, first of all, there's a petition. There's a link to that on the site. It, it takes you know 30 seconds. You can go sign the petition, add your name in. We get to 10,000 signatures. It has to be answered by the White House. We want to get that turned in. Uh, but for everybody wanting to contact, there's a tool to find your representatives and uh, the contact information for them either send them a physical letter or an email or make a phone call, leave a message. I know it's the weekend, but they usually return messages if you live in their district or state. And, and then finally, it's, it's the actual shows itself because we have so many interviews going on and there's a link for day one right up near the top of the page. And there's day two and day three, because it's going to be today, tomorrow and Monday. And the, the list of guests is, like I said, we have members of Congress, that are coming on to talk. Uh, you know, we have scientists. It's it's really an incredible lineup, and there's a bunch of people participating. Really encourage everybody to go check it out. And if you agree, you, you don't have to believe in any crazy stuff. If you just think the government should be more honest, if they're sitting on stuff, and we know for a fact through Lou Elizondo and others that they are, that really shouldn't be classified, we'd like that released, you know? And we would like public hearings. All these hearings are being held, and the media is not allowed in. And nobody gets to see them. Let's have some public hearings. That's all we're asking. Nothing nuts, man. Just some basic transparency on things that aren't going to do anything to our national security. But, yeah, go go to thebigphonehome.com and, and check it out. Anybody that – if you already know my work and you want to check me out, I'll be there 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central tonight, and I'll be on sometime Monday afternoon. I forget. But I, it's not my thing. I'm not running it. But I've been happy to participate and help them out, you know. So it's, I think it's important. It's at this point, due to weird stuff that's happened in my own life in the last year, you know, even more so, it, it's become like one of the driving things that really just keeps me up and gets me up in the morning and keeps me going. Because I, I think the government's not doing us a good service and they really have to do better and they will if they are pushed by enough people. 
Yeah, and this is an issue. I mean, the government being transparent, accountable, forthcoming with the information it has that doesn't directly impinge national security. That that should be an important issue to people, especially people in this audience, no matter what the issue is, no matter what your beliefs about about UFOs and extraterrestrials. I, I do have to ask you this. Okay, so we, we've established that out of 144 episodes that uh, were surveyed, uh, the the we we've been able to identify one. Uh, so we basically a record of one and 143, which I think that's worse than just about everything. But the Minnesota Twins postseason record, uh, Jazz Shaw. <laughs> you sound like a Jets fan. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I feel your pain, as a former president once said. Uh, so with that with that um, ambiguity, shall we say, noted. Is there some sense that you can read between the lines? Obviously, neither the government nor uh, nor many of its its, uh, its representatives, for example, our DNI, have uh, come out and said anything. It's all unknown. But for those of you who follow this issue closely, is there any reading between the lines? Sort of think, think the way Sovietologists used to read between the lines of, of Politburo statements back uh, before 1991. Is there any statement? Between the lines, it isn't being said, but we can infer. I mean, what what is the community guessing about things here? Oh, everybody has their guesses. Um, it, and again, it depends how much you believe the government. I mean, the government came out when that report came out in June, and they answered one of the questions that everybody was asking. You know, we're seeing this stuff that's doing really crazy stuff that we can't explain. Is that some secret program of ours? And they flatly said, no, it's not ours. Now, whether you believe that or not, that's up to you because it's – well, of course, they've never lied to us about anything else. <laughs> so why would they start now? Um, they also don't think it's the Russians or the Chinese because what they're seeing looks like – it. let's just say it, it's anti-gravity. Right. You know, it, these are things that hang in midair with no wings and no rotors and no jet exhausts, nothing. They have no aerodynamic capabilities that are visible, and yet they can hang in midair. And one of them was recorded on radar going from more than 30,000 feet down to 50 feet above the ocean in seven-tenths of a second. And it didn't make a sonic boom. How That's not possible. Yeah. do that. So we, we don't have that technology. Um, if you want to hear the guy from the government currently – that has said the most interesting things. And I have, uh, there's a post up at Hot Air that I did. It was my second post today, uh, this morning, as a matter of fact. Bill Nelson. Yep. <clears throat> Bill Nelson was a NASA astronaut. He flew in the space shuttle. Uh, he was a member of the Senate. And yep. now he is the guy in charge of NASA. Yep. And he went and did this podcast a little while back that a lot of people missed. And I only just found out about it recently. And I dug it up and transcribed parts of it. And the lady, uh, it was a, uh, a female reporter from PBS started asking him some really pointed questions. She goes, do you think there's life elsewhere? He's like, absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, Jazz shot. We are up against the, the top of the hour here. Okay. This is fascinating. Oh, yeah, no problem. No problem. No, I could go on this another half hour, but we, uh, we have a hard stop here. One more time. What's the website to uh, find out more about the event and about your appearance at it? Jazz Shaw. Uh, the big phone home.com. That's big... all you need to check. And there's links to the show there. There's links to all the resources. I'll post it at shotinthedark.info. Break coming. Jazz shut. Thanks as always. We'll talk to you again. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Hi again. This is Tim Oberg from the Kingdom Village Roofers. Hey, if we're paying attention, we can see that we live in a crazy and broken world. It's easy to look at all the turmoil and let fear start to creep in. But take heart. We know God is ultimately in control. In Isaiah 41.10, he says... Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God is saying, don't be afraid. He will not fail us. He is with us. He knows us by name. And he is working all these things out for our own good. I know that's sometimes tough to focus on when we're in the middle of trouble. It's been said that fear not is in the Bible 365 times. Whether that's accurate or not, Jesus said in Matthew 10, 31, do not fear. Hearing it once from Jesus 
should be sufficient for us. Keep focused on Him and His Word and be encouraged. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to us at thekingdombuilders.com. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Recently, a 1952 Mickey Mantle baseball card sold for $2.8 million. A hard-to-find Frankenstein VHS tape sold for $1,800. Then there's that rare inverted biplane stamp that went for over $1.3 million. When something's rare, it really is just that much more special. Since we haven't had an in-person event in two years, you can consider this gathering limited edition. Join us for the Patriot 20th Anniversary Gala on October 6th, featuring a candid conversation and a Q&A session with Dennis Prager and Charlie Kirk. Each ticket includes dinner and a photo opportunity. But just like those collectible stamps, seating is very limited. Register now at am1280thepatriot.com. Then rest easy knowing your spot is reserved for this exclusive event. And it didn't cost you a 1952 baseball card. The Patriot 20th Anniversary Gala is supported by Pro-Life Across America. Happy, happy, happy 20th Anniversary. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.